Blog Talk Radio. Thank you guys all for tuning in to Segregated South Radio. I am your host, Dilemma Red. I got my boy, Big Boucher, in here. Super Friday. Get the people. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, right. We on our little Uzi shit tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the Uzz boots on. But just tonight, tonight's topic, we're going to talk about, like, parents want to be their kids' friends. It's like, it's certain things that you can do as an individual versus what you would have normally did with your with your parent. Like like some of the stuff that I did as a young dude, I would I wouldn't I wouldn't do it with my parents. Like I, I had some of my friends, Big Boucher, and they and they and they uh they they was told that they can have sex in the house because the mama or the daddy felt safe with the kids having sex. Oh, hell with the hell the hell and so no. it's like it's like it's like what the fuck man like or 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 okay you you smoked the weed at fourteen or fifteen years old, and so and so like your mama and daddy in their thirties or whatever, maybe in their forties or whatever, in their thirties or their forties or whatever, and they and they and they uh they smoking weed, and you can sit down and roll a blunt with them and smoke the blunt with them, or you can drink with them. Like me personally, the only thing that I ever did was either either of my parents was have a cocktail. I never went, I never went beyond that. I never went nowhere no. beyond that because of the fact that I had just that much respect for them. Regard, because I mean, it's like you got your life and then they got their life, and it's like, what do you know when it's on the line? Because when they get to be a little bit older, they'll be they 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 comfortable with doing whatever around you. you know? Well, I say this, I say this in personal experience. Me and my OG, like my mom, we've been super tight. Like that, she like my best friend. I tell her everything. <clears throat> she talks to everybody everything, but. Like, she found out that, you know, at a point of time, I was smoking weed, but it was another thing where, like, I'm rolling up in the crib, or I'm trying to smoke in the crib, or I'm lighting up with my OG. That shit, I'm like, yeah, if someone first tell me shit like that, you know, even when I was in school, it's like, oh, yeah, I got out of my mom. I'm like, that's just kind of crazy shit. Like, I'm 27, and I just, just last summer had my first drink with my mom. Like, she told me drinking beer or whatever, but that was my, my first time having a drink with my OG was, like, Thanksgiving. Cause we had we had like a shot of hooch, and I mean that's like a little traditional we do now. It's like you know when the holidays come around, but I ain't never like drunk drunk with my mama, and my mama's not a drinker. You mm-hmm. know, so it's like I ain't I ain't never no crazy like that in the house. Well, now, now 
Now check this out. Like I think like the biggest thing for me as a as a as a as a as a kid growing up was like my parents realizing that I that I was an adult and that I was making adult decisions, like you know what I'm saying? Like when I started to be eighteen, like yeah, we started talking about like I mean we talked about like, you know, sex, drugs and things of that nature. But it was like it was a hard thing for me to like bring that to them and be like, hey, yeah, mom messing around with this, or dad, I'm messing around with this girl, or whatever the case may be. And it, it, because of the fact that I thought that that was something that you just kind of really kind of keep private. But it's another thing too that when they find out they know you liking somebody, and it's like even like you know once you start liking a girl or whatever the case may be, you know it's gonna probably more than likely be for sex and all of these different acts and things of that nature. But you just don't want to disclose. Like, I couldn't disclose to my mother or my father some of the shit that I don't be in the behind closed doors. Okay, now with that, like, I'm dual sided because, like, when my pops was still around, like, me and him, I, shoot, I, my pops, he did everything. Like, I told him everything, like, <clears throat> when I was out here, you know, smoking and drinking and all that other shit. And my pops knew about it. Like, I smoked with my pops. Okay. Like, I, I drunk with my pops. I mean, like, because I was drinking things, like, whatever, but. I smoke with my father, but it's like that's something I would never do with my mom. You feel me? And it's yeah, like my, it's, it's, it's my dad. Mode. Yeah, my dad. He knew so much shit about me. It's like it's a lot of shit that my father knew about me that my mom never knew. Like mom, you don't know. You know, or it's like it's it's different like escapades and shit that I've been involved in or the shit I did. It's like I told my father, and it's like I would never ever. This is something to the grave, bro. Like I never tell my mom. Hey, but you know what, though? The chicken to that is, it's like, but my mother and my father, they know I'm, like, the most vocal person, like, throughout the whole family when it comes out, like, the cousins and uncles. Like, they're like, Red, you, like, like I kind of like it is, and it never really comes out the way you want to hear it, but it's, like, it's the, it's, the, it's the most truthful way in my mind. And I have said some things to my mother that I wouldn't disclose with my daddy because my mother, like, low-key, that's, like, She's like my big sister, like real talk. It's crazy, like I can't explain it, but I I I respect that as my mom. Like this big this big sister, she the one that gave me the game, versus my daddy giving me the like you know the mind and like certain things like that. Even though they was they was they were separated, I still had that bond with them. But it's just certain things that I just don't disclose to him that I may have disclosed to her, and it's like. Or and vice versa. Like I like like I can tell like I've told him some stuff about her that I wouldn't just be like, Hey mom, I told dad this about you or whatever, whatever and vice versa because of the fact that it's like I'm not there to cause a confusion. I'm just trying to let y'all know that the separation itself through a motherfucker like me who brain is in backwards. Oh. Like, um, you really like you really don't have a clue. Like I and, and, and like I did a, I did a, I, I wouldn't lie today, bro. I never would lie. You, you did like, you know, you know, me and you, we see each other every day, and and like, the the the, the whole social media thing. I'm not sold on it. It's like it's a bunch of bullshit. It's fucking us up as a society, the whole man. But I wouldn't lie, man. It's like I'm just really like tired of people being their kids' friends because, and I, the only reason I know this is because that the, that the kid is your friend and you operate with that kid. I tell somebody, yo, yo, your homeboys, your homegirls. And by the way, the kid conducts himself when they're around adults. They 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 talking and saying and doing stuff that you saying that when you was that age, you were 14, 15 years old, 
You couldn't have just been like, oh, I ain't finna take this shit. This motherfucker on some bullshit. You're not finna be doing none of that. You're not gonna well, do none of that, that shit. I believe, like, with that, it's, it's more of a respect factor. Like, <clears throat> I think with a lot of kids that's coming up today, um, it's that whole, it's that, it's, it's a crazy cycle. Because I remember as a kid, you know, especially, like, you get your ass whooped. You know, you sitting there plotting like, ooh, I swear to God, when I have kids, I ain't going to never be like this. I ain't going to never do my kids like that. Ooh, ooh. And it's like some folks don't come to the realization of, yo, that ass whooping really saves your life. Or that right. ass whooping. the words out my mouth, Dick Boozer. The words that ass yeah. saved my life, bro. That's what I'm saying. It's like a lot of kids coming up didn't get that ass whooping. A lot of kids coming up didn't have that big mama or that big daddy. You know, it's like big man nowadays is like forty years old when you coming up, and it's like, what the fuck? And I mean, that's just that's just a product of you know, people who you know around our age is having kids at a young age. But I, and then it's like yeah. I try not even use that as a crack because it's some cat who you know even back in the eighties and the, you know the late seventies and stuff like that was yeah. having kids at a young age. And it's like they whooped their motherfucking kids, and it's like the family was more involved. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a product of that. That's what I'm saying. I'm a product of that. I, mean, I was born in 1978. How old you? My mom, my mother was 17 years old when she had me. It's a different mode. I don't ever think that, oh, damn, my mom was out there. Whatever the case may be, my mother graduated high school, went to college, did the whole nine. My dad did the same thing. And so I really just didn't have any room to say that, no, I wasn't going to finish school. I wasn't going to finish like when I listen, when I listen to the chew and I thought, I said, damn, somebody bought him up right. He ain't no damn, no goddamn cool foot. Man work, man work two jobs. You can't, you you, you can't even get a goddamn person to go to one of them motherfuckers. Yeah, long work two. So it's like I used to get twelve years of slave ass whoopings and fucking passion of Christ ass whoopings when I was coming up. Like, like they whooped the meat off your ass. They didn't whoop the meat off your ass because they hate you. They whooped the meat off your ass because they love you enough to let you know. Like, hey, kid, stop stop doing this shit or you wind up like Uncle Johnny or Uncle Sarah or Uncle Raymond with his ugly ass. Whatever. I mean, I'm just saying. You know how it goes. It's like it's always somebody in the family that leads up to them talking to you about this is not who you want to be. You need to be like this over here in this box. You need to kind of be like this. And it's like, don't be like me. I, I only got an uh, eighth grade education, and I've been working on my job for 40 years, and, and it, it don't pay much, but... That's what I had to do because of the fact that this happened. And I had these type of people in my life started to do this, like this, this podcast. And I say, I got to have somebody around me that understand that the struggle is real and got somebody that don't gave them some home training. Because I can guarantee you, if you ain't no home training, then I want to be talking to you. You're the same type as my brother. I get on the phone, I talk to my brother, and I be like, what the fuck work? What the fuck wrong with you? Like, I might say the same thing. Like, Damn, bitch, what the fuck wrong with you? I'm just saying, because I know that our generation versus my generation is like night and day. Every, every nine, eight, nine, ten years, everything is different. You know, we, we all got a different outlook. That's why I be saying, like, I, like when, I be, when I be on the, on the pod some days and, I, and I'm like, damn, I bet you, I thought I had a big boost about this shit, it'd have been straight. So I'll be knowing that you got, you got, you know, your day-to-day living going on. Like, I got my day-to-day living. But to be honest with you, man, like everybody be thinking that my life is like peaceful and cream. It's like the most difficult life that you can live. And the only reason that you wouldn't you, you wouldn't know that is that, is that even if you sat down and just talked to me, just like laugh and joke, like you don't like like behind the scenes. Come on, man. 
this shit is real. And that's, and that's why, I, I'm, I'm, like I tell my kids, I'm your dad. I'm not your friend. It's like. You know, and that, that's another thing, too, though, man. Like, coming up, <clears throat> I got a homeboy, and his pops is like, you know, military to the core. Yeah, you told him. Yeah, he told him. He told me, like, yo, I ain't your fucking friend. Like, he told him to help you. Like, you was I don't even like junior high going into high school. He was like, I ain't your fucking friend. I'm your daddy. I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to show what? you what's right tomorrow and to help you raise you up to be a man. And it's like, that shit stuck with me, you know, because it's like, for, for the longest, it's like, my pops was like, eating out my life, you know, due to different situations or whatever was going on. <clears throat> but it's like, I still had uncles. My uncles had both sets of my grandparents. I had homeboys who had, you know, fathers living at home with them. And, you know, my homeboy, Matt, his pops, who we call Mr., his pops was like, you know, a, a vital part of, you know, me growing up. Especially in my, you know, early to later teens, it's like I had a father figure who necessarily wanted in the house. And I was always with Matt. Like, me and Matt was like glue. No, so you shut together all the time. So basically, so basically, so basically what you're saying is you 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 had you had that that, that real life cover. Yeah. And it's like this pops this pops shit to me like I was concerned, like all the time. Like I still, you know, hit him up every night and go, you know, what's good pops is going on with you, you know, let's go out for a drink or something like that. But you know, his dad the every time I would go over there he didn't treat me different, you know. It wasn't like, you know, oh, that's his, that's his friend or whatever. Like, when it was time to get up and go to work in the summertime, he'd come kick, my, he'd come kick me just like he kicked the fucking man and be like, let's go. You know, he was saying me just like he was saying that. Um, he took him, you know, trips out of town and stuff and, you know, going to get cars or parties or, you know, doing different stuff. And it's like, you know, some stuff as, 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 a, as a young man you're supposed to know when you're growing up. You know, these cats nowadays don't know how to change their tires. They don't know how to check oil. You know, they don't, they don't know how to tie a tie. They don't, it's like the certain stuff that, you know, not only people but society is like, yo, as a man, you should be able to do this. Even if you don't do it on a daily, it's like it's just certain stuff that people know how to do. You know, it's, we got cats growing up now. You know, dudes don't even know how to cut grass. Yeah. You know, yeah. niggas don't know nothing about uh, proper attire. Like, you know, if you go to a job interview, how you should dress, how you should look, how you should approach a female, different stuff like that. And, I mean, I'm not knocking nobody because, you know, you can't necessarily go off of, you know, just an individual's upbringing, but at the same time, it's like, bro, I'm, like, sure and sweet, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to have had, you know, the male hormones of my life that I've had. You know, everybody, everybody don't get that. You know, and it's like, and on the female side, it's like, if you've never had nobody to nurture you and show you, you know, the right from wrong, it's like, you got to go out and get it on your own. Or you might have, you know, that parent that you got is the one that's maybe strung out or stressing about shit that really ain't vital or, you know, going through stuff. That's why I said people go through stuff all the time. You don't know what's going on at the crib. But at the same time, it's unfortunate they don't have nobody to step in and, you know, fill that role. You know, it's like everybody in the city got this. Like I'm saying, like, for me personally, it's like, you know, like they say, you take a village to raise a child. You know, and my whole village, my whole village is like in a radius of eight blocks away from each other. You know, so if I, if I got in trouble, if I got in trouble, you know, it was like, oh, I'm gonna catch like four or five assholes. Right, that's so, how it usually works. Yeah, and then like the beautiful thing was, like especially coming up and you know growing up in school and stuff, 
Like, my grandparents, because my grandfather was a pastor, he knew a lot of people, you know. And so I'll never forget Miss Randy. Miss Randy spoke at Lafayette. And it's like, because she, she knew my grandparents, and her and my grandparents were like next door neighbors. And on top of that, she likes to speak with her son. Like, whenever I said my grandparents on her, but she used to be on me, like, white on rice. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't fuck up the school if I wanted to. You know, that's the whole thing. Like, people, people don't fuck with each other like they used to. You know, it, ain't like a, it ain't a community thing no more. Like, you know, yeah. if you, you, you got, got in back. trouble, if you got in trouble, bro, you used to have to worry about, you know, whoever caught you doing something, whooping your ass. You know they're gonna tell your grandma and they're gonna whoop your ass, and your mama yeah, and them gonna you find out they're gonna whoop your ass. Yeah, yeah. So you, you, got, got, you got, you got, you got, you got so many ass whoopers that came by your way. So it's like everybody, like man, look, you, you, you know, you need to uh, straighten up and fly right. You keep on. They're gonna tell us like, bro, you got your ass whooped. You was like, what the? You got your ass whooped. You like, what? Why? What's the fucking purpose of this? Why? This shit I do, dumb as hell. And it's like if they, if what you did before is presented to you again. You like hell no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, you but know nowadays it's like folks want to do the whole, oh, if you touch me, I'm gonna call DCFS and all that shit. Oh, oh man, take the motherfucker, take the motherfucker with you then. See that you think? Just the kids. See, I tried to do. I swear to God, I tried to pull this shit. I tried to pull this shit one time with my mom. You know what she told me, bro? She was like, if you can make it to the phone, they can come get you. And it's like, I don't know, it was some primal, but just the fact that she said, if I can make it to the phone, they can come get Which means I'm going to beat the dog shit out of you from the, you make, from the time you make a move towards the phone. Because you, you want to sit up there and not only question my parenting, but question my decision as to why I whooped your ass. You don't question yeah. me as to why I whooped your ass. You need to be asking yourself, what can I do to correct this so I don't have to get my ass whooped again? So man, yeah, yeah, I can like, rectify and fix this. Yeah, it's, 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 look, man, I'm gonna tell you right here, right now, man. You know the song "Last Night" of DJ Save My Life. They should have made that shit last night. I ass whipping Save My Life. Bro, <laughs> bro, like real talk, like if it like. To be honest with you, when my parents separated, to me, it was almost like a part of me had to be in two different places, but I knew that as long as I had both of them places, I can go there. It was like going on a field trip and shit. So, yeah. like, going to see my, like, coming to see my daddy was like going out of town. So, it was like, fuck you, bitch. I'm like, I'm going to get off that trip for you, and I'll see you all later. But, of course, when I got back, I got to fight. So, I'm like, I'm telling my old man, like, dude, coming out here messing with you. And seven, eighth grade, when I come back to Chicago, I got to whoop some ass. Like, like, literally, like, and he like, so what's really going on? I'm like, you don't understand it. Like, I'm saying, I'm saying the fucking jungle. Like, when I come out here, it's like, I'm a free-ass animal. I'm cool. I'm chilling. But when I get back on 95th Street, I'm going to have to beat the shit out of one of these dudes. They don't think I got no dad. And when I tell them this, I'm telling them. You know, this is something you tell us as an individual that wants you to do things that 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 you know beyond a reasonable step doubt are wrong. And it's like I'm not gonna take that risk. You know what? I'm gonna just like this. I was more scared of my family than I was a nigga in the street. And excuse my language about my different people, because I know I try not to use that shit, but that's the way I live. A nigga is an ignorant person. I was more 
scared of them, uh, of my, my, my people beating the shit out of me because they wasn't my friends. Scared a motherfucker that threatened me, talking about, so you going to do this and you're going to do that. Oh, shit, no. I get my ass beat for being disobedient. I'm not finna let you whoop my ass because I don't. You not. You, I'm not doing what you want me to do. So, no, you got to. I'm saying you got to ask me for being disobedient, disrespectful, yeah. and then it's like especially if you like if you like I said, y'all y'all goes back to that whole security thing. If you was disrespectful to like any other adult, and they got back to your people, oh my god, mm-hmm. boy, that was that, oh shit, like. Just think about the ass moves I used to catch, boy. Hey, look, I got, a, I got a question for you, Big Boosh. This is real talk. Like, outside of, like, just you just fancy yourself, like, you know, you had that same kind of, like, kind of, like, crazy love relationship with mom and pop. And one and, and, and one of your parents that made the transition. I still have both my parents, so I can't, I, like, I can't, I can't tell nobody how to feel and all of that. I know I'm a real, me, I'm a really, I'm a really emotional person. That's why I, I talk and I say some things that I'm saying, because I'm saying it, it's being as genuine as possible. But, like, where do you think that your life will actually be? Because I know what my life would actually be had I not had this particular type of upgrade. And it's like, and I don't think that it was the creme de la creme, but I think that it was definitely required. Thank God that it was. Uh, uh, plenty of men in my family that showed me how to live. Well, my opinion is like, I'm a, I'm a realist, right? And I don't dwell on the what is because I feel that everybody got a plan. Like, even folks that's like fucked up or whatever, I feel they got a plan. And it's a it's an unforeseen plan. You see me? So, for me to sit here and even try to fathom how my life would be without the people who you know who touched who touched my life, I don't even I don't even like I don't even entertain that thought, bro. Cause it's like <clears throat> just last year, you know, I lost my pops, I lost my grandparents, and it's like those those three people, you know, was influential into who I am. You know, I I got a, a sense of pride. From my dad, you know, and it's like, you know, my dad, my dad was fucked up, man. You know, he, he had he had, he had drug problems he was dealing with, um, he was dealing with health issues and stuff like that. But it's like he always was a good dude, you know. He always was like very jolly like, and happy. And it's like the one thing, no, but the one thing that pops always did though, he was like, you know, take pride in who you are. Right, right, man. that's the thing. It's like, and you, you got, you see, that's the beautiful thing about it. Like, you the kid, you don't never see no wrong in your parents, man. Like, mama could be on dope, daddy could be in jail, but they like the best people in your life, and that's weird. Like, I, I never understood it. It's, it's, it's weird, bro. Like, they can, they it's can, the like, thing is, bro, it's a crazy dynamic. But I'm telling yeah. you, like, like when my pops, like, he named me after my granddad, right? And so, I'm the, I'm the third. Like my granddaddy is a junior. He named it his pops. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's like, in the past year, I learned so much about my granddad. Because my granddad, you know, he didn't really talk about himself. He didn't talk about his past. And it's like everybody knew my granddaddy because you know not only was he in the ministry, but he was just an all around good dude who loved everybody. It's like you couldn't you couldn't do shit. That was 
so fucked up to the point. My granddad used to just cut you off. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And he always showed like, us love. That's genuine. Yeah, he always showed us love. And so it's like, I like so much about my granddad. like, between him, you know, being in the, being in the service, graduating from Tuskegee University, um, being an amateur boxer, you know, that type of stuff. It's like, you know, I, I knew that my granddad graduated from Tuskegee, you know, but it's like the other stuff, I knew nothing about it. You know, I, I knew he had a military background because him and my cousin Enrico was, like, super tight. You know, because my cousin Rico, he knew his dad, but then it's like he, he grew up in the house with my grandparents. So it's like Papa was your pop. And then it's like when Rico was stationed, I think Rico was in Germany. And him and my granddad used to have conversations, like full fledged conversations on the phone in Germany. And I'm, you know, I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? You know, that's ball status for real, bro. And you know, that's another facet of my granddad that I did not know. Yeah, my granddad, you know, he's saying. You know, you know my granddaddy, man. You know what he used to say all the time? He used to be like, I had a buddy of mine, man. His name Kale, man. I'm still saying right now to this day he grew up with me. He still stay over in the hood, but he doing good for himself now. And he used to be like, what's going on, uh, Kale from Calcutta? I'm like, Calcutta? What the hell is Calcutta? Not knowing Calcutta in Europe, bro. Yeah. I've never been. I know, I've never been. But he had been. Like. My grandmama showed me some pictures. She's like, you know, he's been all over the world. He used to serve. He used to serve. He used to serve. Uh, he was a he was a waiter on 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 cruise liners in the military. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's like, dude, like people like that, like like people like your granddad. They they fascinate me. Them 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 real hood heroes, bro. Like real talk. And there's see, no, there's, the crazy there's no... the crazy thing about all that is though, bro, is like how we learn about you know what our forefathers, so to speak, have been through and that's why they become the men that they are. And then it's like, that's why they can instill those lifelong lessons in us and the generation that's up under us and like even people in my generation, they don't have that. You know, it's like a lot of them feel stuck because it's like, okay, their mama or their daddy is living in like subsidized houses or they in the hood and it's like, that's all they fucking know. Prime example, you know, one of my students is like, it's it's fucked up and we laugh about it all the time. But that shit mm. kinda hurt my heart though. When he'd be like, All I know is Chicago. And that's sad. And it's like, bro, you've been living here for like almost three years and you know absolutely nothing about the town that you stay in. You know? And it's like that's so fucked up to me. Like you, you don't you don't know nothing. You know what they call that no... though, right? You know what that that ain't nothing but another form of genocide. And that's that that whole thing about the whole the whole thing about like um, um just doing things in a totally different manner, man. You know what I'm saying? You just you you just have to uh, continue to just kind of like live and learn and thrive. Because a, a lot of brothers, that's all they be thinking. They think that they think that at the end of the day, that that's all they got. When there's a hell of a lot more out here for you, but uh, they getting ready to. Close us down, you know we ain't got nothing but a half an hour. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to put you on um, some of them lost takes of bullshit because this is what I was talking about right here. Like, dude, like you see that it, it, it equated from parents to grandparents. Come on, man. So at the end of the day, you know you can't be your kid's friend, and you know that they do need to get their damn ass whooped on a on a regular basis. 
and it is what it is, man. So, as in the words of my man Tyree, before we get up out of there, as in the words of my man Tyree, take care of your children. Yeah, you already know that. Hey, man, big, 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 big love to you, big Boucher, man. Thanks for coming on the show, man. I'm Deliver Red. This is Segregated South Radio, man. Uh, I'll holler at you later, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, no doubt. Hey. Hey. Yeah, I know you do not.